Welcome to the Crosstower Market Color Call. It's Friday, December 3rd. I'm Martin Gaspar, research analyst, and with me is our trader Chad Steinglass and data scientist Catherine Webb. Chad, what are you seeing in the markets this morning? Good morning, Martin. Uh, after a tumultuous uh, week, uh, let's see, just, just moments ago, we had uh, non-farm uh, payrolls data come out for November. It was a miss, um, reasonable miss. And we're seeing a little continued rebound in equities, a continuation of the rebound that we saw yesterday after the sharp sell-off uh, on, uh, on Wednesday afternoon. And uh, I think that there's a, even though it seems like the Fed's path towards tightening is kind of set in stone, uh, it's possible that the non-farms uh, miss, this is the payroll data and, and new jobs added, uh, miss might give the market a little bit of uh, the idea that that it's possible that the Fed might not be might not you know hit the brakes uh, as hard as as they were fearing. Um, we'll see. So we're seeing a little bit of a rebound in in tech shares and a little bit of a retreat in the dollar uh, after this data. Uh, looking at crypto markets. Bitcoin has been incredibly range bound with very uh, you know strong support right at, at fifty six thousand and strong resistance right at around uh, fifty seven uh, four hundred. It's the like super tight range. Um, it has been trading pretty much lockstep. I've seen incredible correlation between uh, Bitcoin and for and and equities and like the the S uh, and P five hundred. Uh, that correlation broke a little bit yesterday on the afternoon rally where the S&P did rally and Bitcoin kind of stayed, uh, stayed put. Uh, we'll see if it can break out of this range. Um, you know, traders are really looking at this and really seeing that like it's, it's stuck in this range. It appears to be stuck there. Uh, but if it does break through 56, people are looking at, uh, you know, 52 as, uh, as support below. And if it breaks above, we're kind of looking at uh, at sixty thousand, and then maybe clear skies above that. Uh, but right now, it doesn't really seem to have any real uh, any real direction to it. So uh, we'll wait and see on that. Uh, back to you. Thanks, Chad. Turning to some crypto news, Square is being renamed to Block. Uh, becoming more in line with its focus on blockchain instead of its original credit card reader business. The new name change will be effective on December 10th. Block will still trade under the ticker SQ on the New York Stock Exchange. As part of the Square rebrand, Square Crypto, a separate part of the company that's dedicated to advancing Bitcoin, will change its name to Spiral. Maxine Waters, the chairwoman of the House Committee on Financial Services, has announced the following speakers for the December 8th full committee hybrid hearing entitled Digital Assets and the Future of Finance, Understanding the Challenges and Benefits of Financial Innovation in the U.S. These speakers include the CEOs of Circle, FTX, Bitfury, Paxos, as well as Coinbase executives. Goldman Sachs is among a handful of tier one U.S. banks figuring out how to use Bitcoin as collateral for cash loans to institutions, Coindesk reported, citing three people familiar with the plans. Banks such as Goldman will not touch crypto spot markets, but will lean towards synthetic crypto products such as futures, emulating tri-party repo type arrangements, which are a way of borrowing funds by selling securities with an agreement to repurchase them involving a third-party agent. Banks are exploring ways to follow the same path as not touching Bitcoin, 
like other synthetic products. And finally, DeFi protocol Badger has been exploited for approximately 120 million. Coindesk reported that an attacker drained funds from the wallets of dozens of users of the Badger DAO yield protocol using malicious contract permissions. Uh, blockchain data and security analytics company PeckShield has concluded that the total loss amounted to about 2,100 BTC and 151 ETH, approximately 120 million. And I've uh, seen a lot of uh, discussions about it on Twitter with, uh, you know, one Nexus, Nexus Mutual, which is a DeFi insurance protocol. Uh, they tweeted that the Badger event would likely not constitute an insurable event, given that it was a front end attack and the contracts itself were not compromised. Uh, meanwhile, some on-chain sleuths on Twitter uh, were posting that Celsius may have lost 50 million of worth of tokens in the hack. Uh, pointing to some addresses that were related to Celsius um, and lost tokens in the hack. So interesting developments there. With that, I'll pass it now to Catherine for more crypto developments. Thank you, Martin. The SEC has rejected Wisdom Tree's application for a spot-based Bitcoin ETF. In a letter, they stated that the commission has concluded that BZX has not met its burden under the Exchange Act and the commission rules of practice. Banek has filed with the SEC to launch an ETF focused on digital asset mining companies called the Vanek Digital Asset Mining ETF. The fund will seek to track before fees and expenses, the price and yield performance of the global digital asset mining index. The fund will invest at least 80% of its total assets in securities of digital asset mining firms that generate or have the potential to earn at least 50% of their revenue from mining activities or related technology. Next up, some funding news. Fireblocks has raised 400 million in a Series E fundraiser round, including participation from Sequentia Capital, giving the company a valuation of 8 billion. The latest round brings the total capital raised to 889 million, with Fireblocks securing more than 1 trillion in transactions. Hashed, a South Korean VC firm, has launched a new 200 million fund called the Hashed Venture Fund 2, which will invest in web startups, including those focused on the metaverse, blockchain gaming, NFTs and DeFi. Maven 11 Capital has closed its second um, VC fund called Venture Fund 2, with a total of 120 million raised. The fund is interested in DeFi and highlighted options and insurance, as well as NFT infrastructure, including marketplaces for NFT-backed loans. Next up, we've got quite a lot of mining news. Uh, Terra Wolf have announced they've raised 200 million in debt, in debt and equity financing from institutional and individual investors. Terra Wolf expects to use nuclear, hydro, and solar energy to mine Bitcoin and to use the funds to achieve a mining power of six exohashes per second by Q2 of 2020. US Senator Elizabeth Warren has questioned the environmental footprint of Greenwich Generation's Bitcoin mining operations in New York in a letter to the company's CEO. This is the first time the senator has requested information from a miner about its operations and has requested a detailed response by December the 17th. Computer North and Marathon Digital have extended their hosting agreement to more than 100,000 Bitcoin mining machines across the US from the previously agreed 73,000 miners. Riot Blockchain has released their November Productions and Operations update, which showed that 466 Bitcoins were mined in November, a nearly 300% increase year on year. And as of the 30th of November, the company hold, 
held 4,462 bitcoins with a mining power of three exahashes per second. The company also raised their 2022 guidance for mining power to nine exahashes per second, and also announced they had acquired ESS Metron in a transaction valued at 50 million with 20 million of that payable in cash and the remainder in issuance of shares of Riot's common stock. Hut 8 has deposited all of its 265 Bitcoins it mined in November into custody and now holds 5,242 Bitcoins in its reserve. The company generates a total of 8.8 .8 Bitcoins per day, and the company has also recently deployed its new high-performance chips, which roughly increases um, uh, mining output by two Bitcoins per day. And just ended on some news that NFT marketplaces, um, blockchain.com has announced that it will be launching its own NFT marketplace that's powered by OpenSea. And FTX has expanded its US NFT marketplace to now include some of the Ethereum network's top NFTs. And I'll just end on the news that Meta, formerly known as Facebook, has updated its criteria for running cryptocurrency ads on their platform, increasing the number of regulatory licenses from three to 27. And the update comes as Meta believes that the cryptocurrency landscape has continued to mature and stabilize in recent years and has seen more government regulations that are setting clearer rules for the industry. And that's all the news I have for you today. I hope everyone has a great Friday and a wonderful weekend. Back to you, Martin. Catherine, and thank you for listeners for tuning in. Please check out crosstower.com for more market news and updates. Thanks for listening.